Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. A teacher in Ohio accused of sex with a student and in her booking photo, she doesn't look all that concerned. A grand jury in Ohio has indicted Carolyn Johnson on three counts of sexual battery involving a minor. Johnson was a coach and an intervention specialist at Bloom Vernon Schools in southeast Ohio's Scioto County. And in Alabama, 29-year-old Leslie Raines is free on bail after she was booked on charges of having sex with a student younger than 19. Raines was a teacher and a coach at Asbury High School in Albertville, Alabama. The sheriff in Marshall County says they received a complaint about Reigns on November 30th and they began investigating immediately. Reigns resigned from the district where she was an instructional aide in physical education. A district official told a local news outlet that Reigns resigned immediately when she was confronted with the allegation that she had had sex with a student. I'm Anjanette Levy. It's Wednesday, and this is Crime Fix, Law and Crime's rundown of the top stories in crime. The father of serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer has died. Lionel Dahmer famously stood by his son, who murdered 17 young men and boys in the Milwaukee area from 1978 to 1991. Lionel visited his son every month in prison, saying the crimes did not match the gentle young man he knew his son to be. Jeffrey Dahmer was beaten to death in prison in 1994. Lionel Dahmer recorded some of his conversations with his son. Those conversations were recently featured in a Fox Nation show. All the time that I should have been caught, I never was. Absolutely nothing is too great not to be forgiven. Lionel Dahmer was a chemist, and what's really interesting is the fact that he tried to get his son help back in 1989 when he was sentenced to five years probation for molesting a child. At that time, he said that something had to be done. Lionel Dahmer was 87 years old. Down south, a woman in Alabama has admitted to beating her four-year-old nephew to death with a broomstick after first blaming it on the boy's older sister. Yolanda Cole has pleaded guilty to a charge of manslaughter in the death of little King Lyons in February of last year. At that time, King's nine-year-old sister had also been charged, but Cole's guilty plea lets the little girl off the hook, according to the prosecutor's office in Mobile, because she had nothing to do with the crime. The details of King's life and death are absolutely horrifying. Witnesses had testified at a hearing that Cole withheld water from King because he had accidents and she once found him drinking from a toilet and laughed and said, that's what he gets. Yes, seriously, that is what she said. King had been whipped with a belt and electrical cords, according to a six-year-old relative who witnessed it. Cole will be sentenced next February. Police are trying to figure out what caused a house in Arlington, Virginia to explode, killing a man who'd fired a flare gun from the house hours before. 56-year-old James Yu was the owner of the house who'd fired the flare gun from it on Monday afternoon nearly 40 times. They say they tried to get him to come out of the house before the explosion using a number of methods. Officers began to deploy non-flammable, less lethal chemical munitions to multiple areas within the residence 
where the suspect was believed to be hiding. The purpose of this type of a deployment is to cause irritation in hopes of compelling the suspect to surrender. Police say the only contact they've had with you was a couple of noise complaints over the years. You has been described as a recluse and described himself in a lawsuit as an alcoholic. Court records of cited by media outlets show he went through a contentious divorce in 2018. The ATF is assisting with the investigation. A man in Ohio is charged with murdering his father after calling 911 and saying he found him dead. Listen to Zane Palfrey calmly talk with the 911 call taker. 911, where is your emergency? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm not 100% this is an emergency situation. Uh, I just got home. I just got home and we found my uh, father dead. Prosecutors in Claremont County, east of Cincinnati, say Palfrey's father, Dwayne Palfrey, was dead because he murdered him. Interviews with witnesses and family members led to Zane's arrest. Here's more of that 911 call. And please tell me, why does it look like he's dead? Uh, tongue swollen, blue and purple, and showing up all over himself and not breathing. Okay, so he's not breathing. Is he cold? Yes. Okay. Do you think he's beyond any help? Yes. Zane Palfrey faces several charges, including tampering with evidence, theft, and aggravated murder. And deputies say that Palfrey was actually pretty forthcoming with them about what happened. A convicted murderer is now in even more trouble in Wisconsin for apparently trying to get a friend to be a part of a fake alibi. Last month, a jury found Jesse Kershevsky guilty of killing 62-year-old Lynn Hernan by slowly feeding her large amounts of eye drops in 2018. She's supposed to be sentenced soon, but her lawyers have since filed paperwork asking to withdraw from the case after a 37-page letter from their client was found. In it, Kershevsky asks a friend to forge documents and record audio pretending to be the victim to try to convince people that Hernan took her own life. The letter even includes a script for the friend to read. In addition to murder, Kershevsky was found guilty of stealing from Hernan. In the letter, she insists she didn't kill Lynn or steal anything from her. And she even alludes to her own lawyer coming up with this idea. On Thursday, instead of having her sentencing hearing, the judge will hear motions to withdraw from the attorneys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
In the Idaho 4 case, the prosecution has agreed to turn over some evidence to the defense for evaluation. But what that evidence is, is actually shrouded in secrecy like much of this case. Former Washington State University PhD student Brian Koberger is charged with the murders of four college students in their home off campus in November of last year. An entry on the court's website says Judge John Judge signed an order transferring evidence, quote, for evaluation. But the order is sealed like everything else in this case. One of the major pieces of evidence the state says links Koberger to the crime is his DNA found on the snap of a K-bar knife sheath. Police have said that sheath was found under the body of victim Maddie Mogan. Prosecutors have also turned over genetic genealogy information the FBI used to identify Koberger as a suspect. Prosecutors had fought to keep from turning over that information. Koberger could get the death penalty if convicted of murdering Maddie Mogan, Kaylee Gonsalves, Ethan Chapin, and Zana Kernodal. He's being held without bail at the Latah County Jail. A mom is in jail in Maryland, accused of beating her three-year-old son to death, and it was all captured on camera. Gloria Hughes is accused of beating her son, Jason Garcia, to death at a storage facility in Bel Air. She was found holding the little boy in her arms by a Hartford County Sheriff's deputy. Court documents say a concerned person actually saw Garcia in a car with a toddler crying the day before, but Hughes refused her help. The records say Garcia can be seen on camera at a storage facility bashing her son's head into the ground. Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer serving time for the death of George Floyd, is back at a federal prison after being stabbed more than 22 times. A former member of the Mexican Mafia is charged with trying to murder Chauvin on Black Friday to show solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Chauvin was attacked in the law library at the prison. The family of a little boy who drowned in a YMCA swimming pool is filing a multi-million dollar lawsuit against the Y, seeking punitive and compensatory damages. Five-year-old Austin Wingo Jr. drowned in the deep end of a pool at a YMCA in Virginia. An investigation found there were 38 children at the location that day, with most of them in the pool. There was one lifeguard and three childcare workers on duty. The lawsuit claims the lifeguard had a good view of the deep end, but was looking at a cell phone. It also claims the child care workers were not adequately monitoring what was happening in the water. The special prosecutor at the time of Wingo's death in 2021 decided not to bring any charges. The lawsuit says the family wants $20 million. And finally, a Florida man who had apparently been kidnapped managed to text 911 from the back seat. According to the Osceola County Sheriff's Office, the victim said he was being held against his will in a blue Kia on the way to a bank. Deputies were able to stop the car. The victim told detectives a woman he knew only as Dee said she needed help with a place to stay, so the victim paid for a motel room. He said they drank and smoked some weed, then he passed out. When he woke up, $500 was missing from his wallet. But when he confronted Dee, who we now know as Christine Denise Jones, she got irate. Her brother, Curtis Jones, came to the motel and the two forced the victim to open his banking app and show them how much money he had. At some point, Jorge Alfonso Alvarez joined this merry band of alleged kidnappers and the victim texted 911 on the way to the bank. Christina Jones, Curtis Jones, and Jorge Alvarez all faced charges of robbery, false imprisonment, kidnapping, and aggravated assault. They're being held without bail. 
And that's it for Crime Fix on this Wednesday, December 6th, 2023. I'm Anjanette Levy. Thanks for being with us. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great night.